Guys, this is it. Week one is upon it's here. us. We're finally we waited all here. summer. Here. All here. spring. It's here. All winter. It's here. I don't know why I went backwards, <laughs> but it's here. We made it. We made it through. We're all alive. We're all in good spirits. We the have cold summer. We made through the cold summer. A bunch of drafts summer. we've all done, and our main one coming up soon. Um, I need to get my title back. I need to become five time champion. So you so can do book a T? You can yes. spin a Rooney. Spin the Rooney, everyone. Well, yes, yeah, is it week one? Uh, I'm excited. You excited? Amazing. Back to uh, YFTS season three in year four, and we're starting off week one. That's correct. That's okay. the right thing. Oh, right? I'll, I'll we're math like, wait, yeah. yeah, season three in our fourth year. Yes, yeah, so I always know. get confused whenever you say it. I got confused for a second too, but it's gonna become a new thing. Season three, year four. Yeah, no, I know. S three, that's our signature. Yeah, this is it. Uh, so we're gonna come with the, come with you guys with a little different format. Um, well, you'll see that as Wait, we go. Who, who are you? Oh, that's right. I forgot to introduce ourselves. Well, you this forgot to... Yeah, come on. Come on, host man. This is Stack Guy Kelvin. Whoa. Host, uh, host taking guy. Taking over as host this year. You'll be hearing from me a lot. That beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'm here with our fellow podcasters. Introduce uh, yourself, guys. Eddie uh, Two-Time Torres. Jack Gurley. And we are YFTS S3Y4. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of letters and numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, as you always do. <laughs> that sounds like one of those passwords that the Wi-Fi wi- <laughs> Wi-Fi people give you, like the Verizon Wi-Fi <laughs> password. <laughs> it's like a word, a number, a word, a number, another word. Yes, yeah. You know, one time my password was um, sip, a number, then bets, a number, then fan. I always think of it like Mookie Betts. <laughs> yeah, I was a fan of him. What? <laughs> <laughs> but you forget the numbers. I forgot the number all the time. I, numbers are always well, completely useless. I'm basically dyslexic when it comes to <laughs> Wi-Fi passwords. <clears throat> anyway, uh, as we always done in the past, let's uh, start off with some news right before week one. And one of the biggest things that came out today, LaShawn uh, McCoy, who was cut by the Bills, has signed with the Chiefs. Hours later. Right? What do you guys think? Was it hours later? Yeah, it was hours later. He signed at midnight, around midnight last night. Yeah, it's a it's a very weird situation for the Chiefs and for the Bills. The Bills, I feel like they're going to feature Frank Gore a lot. Uh, he's going to get his 200 carries. I don't care what you guys say, but I think he is. Devin Singletary, I understand he's I'm he's going to be the bigger name, but I'm yeah. fine with him getting 100 plus carries and like 50, 70 receptions. Yeah, for those of you who swooped him up off waivers or drafted him in the final rounds of your draft, if you listen to our last podcast. I did mention to swipe him up whenever you can in the last two picks of the draft. Yeah, he's going to be a winner because they're going to run the ball in Buffalo. And, yeah, he's going to have some opportunities. So how, what, is he, what, is, what happens to Damian Williams now? I know we I, were never high on him before, but yeah, this, we, is, this is bad, right? We as a collective unit hated him before it, the draft process. They, they're paying McCoy 3 or $4 million. That means they're going to use him. This is going to be a complete That's his homie. running back committee. That's like, Andy Reid's homie. Now you have... Now you have Damian Williams, McCoy, and then you have Darwin Thompson as a coming as a scat bat. I don't think they're gonna use those uh, the 
last two guys are Dame, what's his name? Daryl Williams and uh, yeah, Daryl Williams. No, yeah, Daryl Williams. And, uh, no, is it Daryl Williams? Yeah, yeah, it's Daryl Williams. And then uh, Darwin Thompson. Darwin Thompson. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna be used. But the now. thing is, I know a lot of people is gonna drop Darwin. And for me, I feel like you should, if you have the space, you should hold on to him because both of these guys, Damian Williams, very injury prone, and then McCoy is also on the wrong side of dirty. Who has histories of always something wrong with his hamstring? Something wrong. It's also a, a fresher a breath of fresh air. You're you're in a totally new offense, so maybe the the opposite effect from McCoy can happen. So this whole backfield just complete mess. I will just avoid it as best possible. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next one. Uh, Demarius Thomas was just cut by the Patriots. He may resign, which is a little weird because Julian Edelman just went down as well, right? Yeah. Um, so oh, he's, he's fine though. Reports came out saying he's fine also. But yeah. you had to worry that just him falling down on his hands would trigger It could anything. be an, a lingering issue throughout the season and just monitor it, for, you know. But uh, Demarius Thomas, he may re-sign with the, the Patriots. Yeah, it's, it's, weird. Like it's weird that after a two-touchdown game and then they they plan to put, uh, ha- uh, what's his name? A- a- Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry into the I- uh, IR. It's weird that they cut the person that just did okay. And who's season. a veteran who knows, you know, he's – Pretty good at football. Like I, I, I don't understand the move either. But you know, Josh Gordon gets a huge bump because you know he actually showed out. He showed that he's Philip Dorsett also to play. Get a decent bump too, man. The game that he played with Tom Brady, he targeted him seven times. That is true. Not, not he targeted more. He caught seven pass catches. In other news, Melvin Gordon's still holding out. No I'm new, good, no good news on that side. Chargers actually with the other team to offer McCoy a contract. He offered they offer McCoy the same contract Chiefs did, but he obviously chose chose to go to Andy Reid, his old coach. Yeah, it's just not looking good. And now Chargers are opening up to uh, Melvin Gordon and his agent to look for trades now. Oh yeah, I heard he said he's okay to talk to other teams, right? So yeah. now I think Chargers are getting ready to move on. They're fully prepared to give Eckler the full workload with Justin Jackson. <laughs> it's so odd. It's so odd, but I mean that's the path that they chose, and I I hope that. They realize that they need Melvin Gordon. I don't think they do. Uh, well, that's uh, your that's opinion. That's my opinion, yeah. yeah. All right, on to another news. Um, big trades happened recently. Uh, both Kenny Stills and Carlos Hyde to the Texans. Well, for me, the well, – well, First of all, let's, let's look at the Miami first. They just got rid of Kenny Stills. And Jack touched on this before. It was one of his uh, – I don't know if it was a bold predict. Bold prediction, was a bold yes. Predict. Yes. That but he's going to be a top 25 receiver. Devontae Parker. Yeah, Devontae Parker, yes. yep. And – He's the only receiver there besides Alba Wilson, who just tore his ACL. Oh, no, Who's he tore something. His uh, hip his flexor. Hip, flexor. Sorry about that. But he's injury prone. He's a small receiver. Devontae Parker is the only clear. And they just resigned him. They paid him to be the number one. Well, I mean, Albert Wilson, for what he is, he's he's going to be the slot guy. So that's always valuable in PPR. No, getting the starting slot guy in, in on a roster is uh, value, very valuable, especially when there's so many targets up for grabs. Uh, on the flip side, well, before you, we, before we go there, um, you guys don't like Jakeem Grant at all. Eh. He's just n- another Elba Wilson. Yeah, me. he's just he a big just, play guy. One like he doesn't. You don't really think get he gets m- more targets now that Kenny Stills is gone? No, Elba Wilson was. I mean, right now you can't really tell because it's a whole new coaching staff. You have no idea what direction they're going towards. Because last year Elba Wilson was used. I actually started him a few games like an idiot, and he, it worked out for me. But, <laughs> but no, for real, for real, on like on like being serious, taking one of these guys or picking one of them up is not the worst decision you could make because 
Fitzpatrick for the first couple of games has to throw it to somebody. So, it, and Jack made it a, uh, uh, his his guy is Devontae Parker. That's the guy that um, he's choosing. This is a finally finally the year. Finally, that I might be right about Devontae Parker. Yeah, just like I was right about uh, Sammy Watkins all those other years. <laughs> Uh, on the flip side, like what? you said, Eddie. Uh, yeah, so the, you didn't mention the main guy in that, that trade. Which yeah, because he's not really relevant to fantasy teams. But well, uh, he maybe is for... IDPs? No, he's Laramie not. Tunsil? Defensive player. Laramie oh, Tunsil's their left shit. tackle. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, he's going to help the running game a lot. He's very good. He's very talented. He fell to the Miami Dolphins in, like, top 15. Uh, he was supposed to be a top five pick. I just want to say that uh, Texas overpaid it. Who? Don't Te- the Texans definitely overpaid. Uh, that's not fantasy related, but just it was, I, Bill O'Brien hated it too. Jack's had this in his chest for so long; he just wants to get it off. Overpaid. That was overpaid. I, well, I mean, we'll see. Maybe for this season, maybe they're, maybe they're trying he to go up. everything. They gave up almost what do you give for like top three picks? Well, they want. Well, this is what they wanted. They got it, and that was the only way they were going to get rid of Larry Tunsil. I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, like their offense this year for this season, it, it's going to be top notch. They nice. also got Kenny Stills now. So what's going on with all? They have four receivers now. Four really, really, really good receivers. I think it's just depth for them because Will Fuller can't stay on the field. Neither, neither can uh, neither can uh, Kiki. But you don't have to worry about the other Hopkins. I'm curious. I'm curious. Let's say Will Fuller gets hurt because he come off ACL injury. Will he become a receiver too? That boom and bust receiver that Fuller is. He will definitely be worth a, a stash. If that does occur. All right, moving on. Uh, an A.J. Green update. Uh, Eddie informed me today that uh, he's looking at possibly week three as a comeback. Yeah. But this was the main, this was the news when I, I just thought this was like, you know, old news. It's good that the season's about to start. They, not, they did not put him on the IR list. That means they're expecting him to or come the, back soon. Or the pup. Yeah, so he's probably going to be back by week three. Uh, he's only going to miss two weeks of the season. He may not be at full strength. He's not going to be, you know, A.J. Green of A.J. Green. But, you know, sure. it was definitely worth the pick in the seventh round in most drafts. Yeah, some people got him in the eighth round. Yeah. Uh, so just to wrap up the news, uh, a couple more injury reports. Uh, Kenneth Dixon and Jarek McKinnon have gone on the IR. Breida. Uh, there you go. Eddie's take on that. Breida. He's been saying Breida all day. We even had to look up his whole name before because Eddie was so curious. Matthew John Breida. Matthew great. John, quotations. He has two Matt. first names. He's, he's going to do great things. <laughs> uh, the sign of a good player, two first names. With the last name. With the, with the last name, that's correct. Uh, so that's it for news. Um, let's move on to matchups for this week. Uh, we won't be covering all of them, but we, wanna, we chose three of them that we think are highly influential to uh, fantasy matchups, fantasy players. And like um, you know, picking up players that are not on already on your rosters. That's true. Like maybe might, these matches might help you uh, go to free agency, see if there's anyone available that you might need. Uh, but let's get started. Um, first one is Baltimore and Miami. Yeah, yeah. I find this very interesting because there's there's a lot of guys that are borderline, you know, rosterable at this moment. But after the game, I feel like you could run to the waiver wire. And if you want, you could get a head start, get your Justice Hills, get your um, Albert Wilsons or Devontae Parkers, Parkers. Uh, which I suggest if you do have a roster spot open, you know, you have a Daryl Henderson or a, a, um, I don't know if you were you had a Carlos Hyde or a, what's his name? The guy from the Chiefs, the other guy. 
Thompson. Darwin Thompson. Darwin yeah. Thompson. If you add him, I feel like he's very droppable now. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of names that definitely could produce fantasy value later on in the seasons as it progresses. Lamar Jackson's an interesting name coming in fantasy this year. Uh, I feel like running back quarterbacks are coming back to fantasy. Uh, Not just the running quarterbacks, the running back quarterbacks. quarterbacks. <laughs> thank you, thank you. People who he, – he broke the record for most rushing attempts for a quarterback. He played 11 games, I think, or 10 games, probably yep. less than that. People who rushed that many times as a quarterback in the past history, they have all finished in the top five every single year. I just feel like the upside is there with his legs. I, I think he's going to throw at least 20 touchdowns this year. They said – he well, he said it he also He also came in last year midseason as a starting quarterback, so he didn't get the reps with his first team the whole season. Now he had a whole full offseason. He's still learning. His throwing is not amazing, but his rushing threat is amazing. He might get six, 700 yards. He easily, could even score 10 easily. touchdowns. I think he breaks 1,000. Yeah, he could score 10 touchdowns, and that, great, that provides a great upside as a quarterback. Yeah. I, I, well, he, he said it himself. He's going to throw the ball. Well, he, he wants to throw the ball more. Uh, last year, he would probably average about 18 throws a game, which is not a lot by any standards. But it, Lamar Jackson, I am totally on board. You guys are, well, some of you guys know, I know Amani does, um, that I already think he's going to be a Hall of Famer by the end of his career. You think every uh, black running, running quarterback yes, is going to be a Hall of Famer? He is very talented. He's very elusive. He knows what he's doing. He's very smart as well. And he's in the perfect system for his skill set. Perfect system. And the guy he's going to throw the ball to right now, people are hyping it up now, is Mark Andrews, uh, tight end position. Yeah. Uh, very the offseason, the tra- training camp, preseason, everyone thinking he's going to be the tight end that he goes through the most. He has he has some weapons too. I, I there's somebody that could emerge in this no, I'm just receiving saying, core. Since since tight end is such a depleted position, like Mark Andrews is a sleeper name that could do well this year. Yeah, they also have Hayden Hurst, who's who's they been have a injured. Lot of, they have a lot of tight ends. Yes, they do. Yeah, that they do. So Kenyon Drake actually uh, went back to practice last Monday, and he looks like he's uh, progressing well to start Week One. But if he doesn't, I'm not touching. I'm not. No, he's not, not talented. Not touching either of them this game. They're both being he Even is if Drake's a full go, you're not going to touch him? Against the Baltimore defense? No He shot. is awful. Balaj is awful vision. He does not run well after the O-line. After he gets through the O-line, he does not have great vision. Yeah, and he also falls down uh, very easily. Devontae <laughs> Parker is only... <laughs> I don't know why I worded <laughs> it so weirdly. <laughs> he's saying he just falls over? Yes. I sound like a broken record, but the only receiver... The only offensive weapon I'm interested in the Dolphins is Devontae Parker. Well, I... I lo- uh, you guys know how much I do love uh, Drizzy, Drake. I, I love him. He's very good. He's make the sound, Eddie. It's just uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you Drake, weren't very hyped about that one, but go ahead. Yes, uh, Drake. He is um, very good. He is probably the only guy that I I do trust. He has the ability to produce. He's proven it before when he's given the workload. They just, for some reason, the Dolphins hate him. I don't care how bad you I, pass protect. I don't care. I, it, it doesn't make any sense. This can't be the coach's fault anymore. This is back-to-back coaches that both don't like I, him. I totally understand. It just doesn't. He's I, doing I something I understand wrong. what you're saying. I just, it doesn't make sense. He's doing something wrong. Ah, he's, he's fucking somebody. Probably fucking the coach's wife again. Yeah, possibly. Again? <laughs> well, there's two coaches now. The second coach now. 
Both coaches have <laughs> So the, he, he fucked the first one, and the, so he got benched. Or, like, you know, he didn't get as much touches. Not the coach, now, coach's wife. Yeah, yeah. And now he's doing it again already right now. So that's why. With the know. new coach. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just clear it up. Only fantasy player that I feel very confident starting is Mark Ingram. In, in this, this matchup, game. Because yeah. Dolphins, they're expected to and, lose. And Lamar Jackson, too. Since they're going to be ahead of most of the game, I feel like they're going to be running even more. Ingram breaking 100 yards should be easy this game. Yeah, and that's why it, it's going to be interesting how the, the workload is going to be divvied up with uh, Gus Edwards, too. He, he produced at the end of the year. And also, my boy, Justice Hill, who's going to be the passing down guy. Um, and he's going to be a flash. He's going to be an interesting he, name, guys. He was very flashy between the tackles, too. He looked good. Uh, if, you, if you have an extra roster spot, I'd, I'd pick him up. I'd scoop him up. He's on your waivers. The Ravens are one of the biggest favorites of week one, um, so that could say something you about know their what that offense. Uh, run, the run, 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 run. So. No, they're losing week one. <laughs> <laughs> the Ryan Fitz magic. something to remember. The Ryan Fitz uh, magic's playing, that's why. Yeah, you never know. Want to uh, start up the next matchup? Yeah, so the next matchup we have on deck, uh, courtesy of uh, Jack Gurley, is um, – the 49ers and the Buccaneers. I feel like there's a lot of fantasy opportunities in this game. Both defense are not good. And both offense, the both head coaches are very offensive-minded. I feel like this is going to be a complete shootout. The over and under for this game is at 49.5, which is the second highest behind the Patriots game and the Steelers game. And last time the Steelers and the Patriots had this high of uh, over under, they scored 20 points last week, last year. Yeah, and I don't really want to discuss this matchup much because you know Matt Breida's in it, and uh, both of them I'm gonna just, get there. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tuck you, I'm gonna tickle your nuts a little bit, but I'm I'm gonna talk a little bit more about him in the future of this. Podcast. I just feel like Breida and Coleman both will produce if they go fifty fifty. Coleman always produced top twenty numbers in the fifty fifty work workload. I think I just think one will shine, and kills of course a must start always. And uh, any receivers you guys feel comfortable starting the Forty ers No. No, I don't. Not even Dante Pettis? Not this, this, not, not this week? Well, not this week. You got to see it. Uh, there's been yeah, rumblings I mean, about the biggest concern is Jimmy Garoppolo, really? That too? Well, that and just the fact that there's so many other guys that you don't know what their talent level is. You don't know his talent level. You, you just don't know what his target share will be in this offense. So the 49ers only have running backs so you guys want to start. Well, oh, you already talked about George Kittle, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, just those Kittle, three guys. Yeah. So, Maybe I mean, Jimmy the G. The Buccaneers is completely opposite. You don't want to touch anyone in the backfield. No shot. No Payne Barber. Well, oh, is it Ronald Jones starting? <coughs> no. No, no I, nobody knows. It's supposed to be even nobody split, knows. hot hand, whatever. Uh, it's just hot hand. Whatever backfield is a hot hand situation, you want to avoid as much you're, as possible. You're starting all three of the receivers. OJ Howard, Evans, Godwin. Yeah, that's a, no, those are no-brainers. This game's going to be, I personally think, the highest scoring of the week. Anything else you guys want to touch on this? I mean, Winston, It's in com- coming into the season, Winston was uh, s- suspected to be a top 10 quarterback. I, I think, all right. Jack, put, it, Jack put in air quotes, Yeah, she did the air quotes, and that kind of like, you know, kind of pissed me off a little bit. Because Jameis Winston for fantasy is absolutely fantastic. He is, he had the most. Oh, I'm not saying he's not going to do it. I'm just saying people are He had the highest ratio of skeptical. 300. He had the highest ratio of 300-yard passing games. In comparison to the amount of games that he played and started, he also had the uh, three to one ratio of the dumbest interceptions thrown. Oh, I, 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 I get you're gonna get those <laughs> inter- you're gonna get those negative throws, but it doesn't matter as much as fantasy as I it know, does in real life. No, I completely support him because I think all three of those receivers could break a thousand yards this year. Unless you're getting minus four, minus five, an interception, then then it may be a problem. But Jameis Winston, I, I think he's 
kind of going to have a little bit of a breakout with and Bruce Arians. Bruce is great with quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely keep an eye on this game. It's going to be a lot of scoring, a lot of fantasy relevance for a lot of people. Um, let's move on to another one, another big matchup Sunday night. Steelers at the Patriots. Yeah, two heavy heavy hitters. Two big AFC powerhouses. I just want to point out last year, I had Juju and Connor. I need both in the school, I think 30 points or something last year. Same matchup. Same exact matchup. Supposed to be a high-scoring matchup. They scored 21 points together. Total. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they're... Just want to throw it out because I lost that week. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a, just, like a little a tiny Sunday, baby. It, it, it also a Sunday it'll night haunt game. Jack forever. It was, it was also a Sunday night game. So, um... Good, let's go with Patriots. Uh, Josh Gordon, right? Must start. That's my boy. I'm Sorry. Sorry. Michelle. <laughs> He's in their starting lineup. Come on, must, man. Must Come it. on. That's James my MVP. Must it. <laughs> uh, James White, yeah, he's a flex guy in PPR, yeah, 100%. He's starting any other receiver on the um, – Edelman. Is Edelman, Edelman playing? Do you guys yeah, know? Oh, yeah, he's playing. He should he's play, playing? man. Yep. He's a warrior. Uh, you guys starting the other um, wide out on the on the, on the Dorsett's is something you stash, I see. I want to start in week one. Very but interesting name. He got a name. lot of targets, though. Yeah, very interesting name. He also has the pedigree as the, he was the first, first round, round pick. First round talent, yeah. Uh, we mentioned it before. Bill Belichick has a very what have you done for me lately kind of mentality. So if he does well in the first week one, uh, could be possible. Week and three, uh, he was targeted over seven up. times. He also made it through cuts over Demarius Thomas. Like, That's true. It's, it's That's very true. you know, intriguing. Uh, they, they don't have a tight end, right? Do they have a tight end? I don't even Doesn't know who matter. it is. Uh, I don't think you started him regardless yeah. of who yeah. it is. Uh, Steelers. On the other side of the ball, I it's just like Lance a McDonald? lot of players. Yes. Lance McDonald? Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's just in one he's of He's had very um, boom or bust games last year. Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the. very boom and bust. When he booms, he does <laughs> great plays. He stiff arms people to the floor. And then he has games where he just drop open passes. Yeah. Uh, very inconsistent. He's also very injury prone. Yes. So his that's his that's his uh, bugaboo, Kelvin. Oh god, bugaboo. Um, yeah, th- he, his, he can't stay on the field. So it, he's it, like a David and Joker right now for me at least. He's very they're very inconsistent. They have talent, but very inconsistent. One thing that is, you know, the targets should be there for his for him to take. Yeah, I mean, you, if you draft Max McDonald, you draft him at least in the top eight nine rounds. You're gonna he's gonna be your starting tight end. I'm not saying bench him. Yeah, no, you're definitely starting. So he him. finished the year with four touchdowns last year. You think he's going to get more? 100. Yes, he should. There's as long no as way he does healthy, yeah. he should. He actually played 15 games last year. He was hurt half of the time, though. Mm-hmm. He, he also split it. times with Justin James. Yeah, yeah, he also didn't play many snaps. He's supposed to play around 70% of the snaps this year. Last year, he was around 50. Only uh, three games had more than 60 yards. Yeah, he's very boom and bust to me. But, but then Brown left a lot of targets. Justin James left a lot of snaps. It's there. The potential is there. Yeah. So is the pen- potential for a wide receiver, too, to break out. Dante Moncrief. And your boy is Dante Moncrief. Mine is James Washington. We'll see. Um, this is Mine is you just. Are we making a bet? Our I, first I, bet of the year? I mean, I'll bet. Yeah, sure. I don't know. What's, what are the stakes? And it's not going to be one of those. <laughs> oh, everyone, yeah. everyone in our friends group knows what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, we do have a, may- a mayo dick. Yeah. Mayo dick bets. Those, uh, those do not is, exist in this. Um, to clarify, the definition of a mayo dick bet is if you lose, you put mayonnaise on your dick. No, you don't put no, it. You, you dip, dip your dick into, into the, the mayo jar of okay. mayo. As you, as you could tell, I've never done this before. So <laughs> <laughs> clearly, these guys have so much more experience than I do. Um, let's not go with that. How about uh, something? 
Uh, we'll else. figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, we can get some uh, some kind of bet going. Maybe a slap bet. If you can record no, the slap. No, I'm not doing slap bets, on man. The mic, Those be, hurt. Yeah. I'll do it for money. Money bets. Nah. I'm confident with Moncrief. Jack lose enough money every day. <laughs> <laughs> Moncrief is a great. I bet yeah. you. I bet you a grand total of fifty cents. I'm down. Oh, James good. Washington. Fifty cent bets. Moncrief is gonna be great as the receiver two. Big Ben always has a receiver two. If they put Juju on the outside, Juju does not have the speed to break away from top talent defenders. Gilmore's probably gonna be on him most most of the game. I, if Moncrief is in in the slot, he's gonna perform. At least to, I think he is. That's this is that is the only scary thing about this offense is just we haven't seen it without Antonio Brown in what seven and six seven years, and with him being the number one, there's nobody like him on the outside. But Big Big Bang always throws the ball. He's gonna continue throwing the ball no matter how bad he's losing. He's not afraid. Yeah, that that is true. I mean, James Conner, you're drafting him last year. You're starting him no matter what. I also feel him have a great year this year also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was, the Steelers' skill position is very interesting to think about. Yeah, so that wraps up our matchups for this week. Um, to keep it moving right along, uh, we will give you our version of sits and starts. So we've never been conventional in naming any of our segments, anything – well known, um, and we won't, and we will be doing the same thing with this next one. And so, our resident uh, Jack Gurley here had a very famous saying that he patented, he's uh, patented. trademarked it, trademarked, um, and everyone knows it by now. And why don't you give us a little, little uh, taste of it, Jack? What, Man, what that's doo doo trash. Exactly, yeah. doo doo trash, aka DDTs. Yeah. So then we decided to For go short. with the. Uh, Wrestling theme, uh, and wait, wait. So we got to tell doo-doo trash are players that you will sit, or we would recommend that you sit on exactly, your roster. Exactly, that are usually DDTs. startable assets. Yeah, and um, our starts, who you might be sitting normally. Yes, uh, starts. Then some would say are basically some some, th- some that come out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. So I'm gonna go with RKO's for all those. People who know uh, wrestling. Yeah, because those come out of nowhere. Um, Yeah, so we're going to RKO's and DDT's. Let's start, guys. Man, that's doo-doo trash. Uh, Well, my... I'm going to be positive. To start, my yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know where play of the week is uh, Gregory Olson. Mm. Probably drafted him to be your starting tight end. Maybe you know your tight end too. He was very lowly ranked when it comes to ranking the tight ends, which kind of didn't make any sense to me because I feel like he, he still has a lot. Isn't he an offensive coordinator now? Greg, <laughs> no, I thought he was an offensive line coach. <laughs> Anyways, he's, he's basically a, number two, number three target on that team. Yeah, four. Who's three? I I think he has the veteran Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I think Curtis Samuel's ahead explosive. of Greg Olson. Greg Olson's old man. I understand how old he is. He but was old injured t- last year. He was he went to the broadcasting booth the year before that. Greg Olson, yeah, I'm telling you, man. Wait, are you getting confused with Jason Witten? No, didn't Greg Olson go to the uh, broadcast booth for a few like a few months until he came out of retirement? He never retired. Uh, he never That's retired. Jason Witten, man. You're thinking of yeah. wow, man, oh. wow. Uh, 
we have a racist people. <laughs> Anyways, Greg Olson, um, yeah, he's, he's. I think he's a fantastic steal as at the tight end position. Um, you guys, I, I, don't quote me this on this, but I do recall the Rams being very, very poor against tight ends last year when it comes to fantasy points per game. So Eddie, I looked it up. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams are gave up tied for the eighth most fantasy points at tight end last year. Yeah. Which is upper echelon. Yeah, I also remember them, uh, you know, get having really, really big games. I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't face a lot of good tight ends because they were facing the, the Seahawks and the Cardinals, which, you know, they didn't really have much talent on those teams. But when they did face a, a, a upper echelon tight end or, like, you know, a middle of the pack tight end, they gave a lot of points to them. I.e., I, I, for example, Jared Cook week one, I think he blew up for like 180 yards or some dumb number like that. They did play the uh, 49ers twice as well, so. Sure, George Kittle got his. Oh yeah, probably scooted it up a little bit too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Right. I think he just him scoring a touchdown alone will justify the start, and he's just a household name that Mr. Cam Newton loves to throw to, and I think he's a steal in the later rounds if where you got him at tight end. So Jack, who's your uh, out of nowhere pick? Out of nowhere. I know. I, I don't want to be a broken record, so I won't go with Dante Moncrief, of course. Yeah. I go with a different receiver who tore his Achilles last year, Emmanuel Sanders Oof, for the love Broncos. It. Love it. A lot of people are skeptical. Of I'm not. Can he come back from the Achilles injury? But he showed flash that he could still play. He was cutting. He was running hard. He was making plays still. And against the secondary of the Raiders, there is no secondary. Yeah. There. Who? What are those names? Do you know? I don't know any of it. Anyone? He's gonna be number one. Cortland Sutton. Hasn't shown that he's capable of taking that leap. Sanders is gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if he give you a hundred yards in a touchdown week one. And Joe Flacco, man, he he does like throwing to the older receivers. You remember the Anquan Bolden's of the world, and Steve Smiths. He he definitely could have a uh, one of those seasons again. He could he, break a thousand yeah, yards Sanders, easily this year. Sanders is gonna. In the drafts, he's going late. People could people are afraid. He's on the other side of dirty. I don't think they're afraid. You know what I think uh, it but is? Achilles injury. No one has come back from Torrey Achilles. But you, ha- you did see what he, he – you got a, a visual of what he can do on the field yeah. even after the injury. But I just think the rankings of all these experts brought his value so low that you could get him in the – well, you probably got him in like the 10th or 11th round. And to me, I, th- I think that's kind of baffling and I, disrespectful. I, I just feel like as long as he's playing, he's the very, very safe receiver to have on your, either your flex or receiver three. Yeah, if you, I would be kind of ecstatic if I'm going running back heavy in, early in the draft or if I did and I wound up with Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders is a, a guy who's proven it before and a guy who, you know, produced before as my three, I, I'd be kind of excited. So, Calvin, how about you? My uh, RKO out of nowhere player of the week, Sammy Watkins. Wow, you got, you love this guy, huh? That's weird. That's not come, it's weird it's coming from your mouth. Wait. I don't love him, but... The, but it's weird that Sammy Watkins came out of your mouth three times already. Well, it's, it's, that's, and not this guy. Is this me? In three different episodes? You, right? Did I? Yeah. Did, Are you... Well, you know, did you I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't support him all three episodes. I'm saying this is the episode I'm actually supporting him. I've questioned him the last, last few episodes. I will never question his abilities on the field. I always question that foot. It, you just questioned if he ever got to the field. Anyway, I'm saying this guy is going to come out of nowhere, mainly because they're facing the Jags. Uh, Jags have a great uh, defensive backs, and Jalen Ramsey came out and said he's going to shadow Tyreek Hill the whole game. I don't know how true this is because that guy loves to talk smack, but well, if he does, then Sammy Watkins. To him, to him uh, Tyreek Hill is only 
a return specialist. That's true. Then he got burned. That's true. And uh, so, yeah, but t- Sammy Watkins has the opportunity to break free, uh, nab some targets from the ever-elusive and amazing Patrick Mahomes. I was going to sing Ariana Grande. What were you going to sing? Break free. You say he's going to break free. Oh, sorry, I'm really, I live under a rock. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's my guy, uh, Sammy Watkins. Uh, stop dancing, Eddie. Um, let's move Let me on live. to uh, our DDTs. Uh, I'll, I'll start with our doo-doo trash players of the week. All right, so I'm not going to, this player is not doo-doo trash. Only for this week. Uh, I, people drafted him to be in your starting lineup. I feel like he's more a, uh, of a second half of the season guy. Because he, uh, Jordan Howard, is going to take the bulk of the touches, uh, the 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 first hand touches for the Philadelphia Eagles. So Miles Sanders is my doo doo trash player of the week. Mouth. He's a, yo, uh, he's talented. He he knows the the Eagles know what they're doing. They they uh, drafted him in the second round, highest right hi- highest drafted running back yep. by a Doug Peterson team, and you know they they're definitely excited about him. Just Jordan Howard swallows touches. Miles Sanders is not going to get the full workload that you want out of your RB2 flex guy. My doo-doo trash for this week, like, I, like Eddie just mentioned, I don't think he's a trash player, but this week I will go to the Cincinnati Cardinals. Nope, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Cardinals. Cardinals. Someone just texted me Cardinals in my phone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we know, like, we know. just texted Cardinals won the pool. We we know football. We know the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals. Uh, Tyler Boyd. He's in a matchup against the Seahawks. They just got uh, Davian Clowney. The Bengals lost three of I think three or two of the O line. They lo- they don't have AJ Green. Any dog's gonna be pressured a lot. I don't think you should start him. I I, feel, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting Tyler Boyd. Being he he's the only option in the offensive attack. The Seahawks have nothing to plan for except. Stopping him. He's going to play in the slot. I just feel like there's going to be no time for Dalton to, to develop plays for the boy. So I would I would avoid boy for this You week. would avoid Boyd. Yes, avoid boy. Avoid Boyd. Uh, you would avoid. 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 Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. Like this, The whole Cincinnati Bengals offense is really hard to trust. Uh, they're facing the, the Seahawks team that's going to run the ball, run, 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 and they're going to ha- – dominate the time of possession you don't you expect the the Bengals not to be on the field very often and it's probably going to be a closer game than on the scoreboard because the, the Seahawks are probably not going to score many points at least I, I don't but, think they are it's pe- just the thing people these these this, this thing that people have in their heads that oh Tyler Boyd's the number one receiver now he's the only option he did he performed much better when Adrian Green on the field yeah. his stats actually declined after Adrian Green went out yeah Calvin? So uh, my DDT of the week, like we said, like we've all prefaced this, it's hard to say who's going to do bad since it's even before anyone's ever played a game. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, Sterling Shepard uh, for this week. Uh, I think people might draft him thinking uh, he's number one receiver for Giants. Uh, he should get his targets, so get some catches, touchdowns maybe. Uh, but he's coming off an injury, a hand injury. Um, I don't know how well Eli Manning is going to play. People have been saying He's throwing the ball faster than he's ever had in his career in his preseason. Uh, but I still need to see it in a regular season game, um, first-team offense against first-team defense all game. Uh, until I see it, um, I'm going to say if you're planning to start Sterling Shepard this week, uh, maybe avoid that. 
uh, until you have a little more uh, definitive evidence that wow, he can actually do that. Wow, that's coming from a Giants fan. That's but he, true. No, he's so not, he's not a Giants do fan. Do you think the Giants are going to lose week one? Oh, boy. Yeah, I do think they're going to lose week oh one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, unfortunately. I, I, I mean, I mean, it's a good chance I'm drafting Saquon Barkley tomorrow. Uh, so I'd love for him to get his, but it's hard to say that the Giants are going to automatically just become this great team it's just in one offseason. Nobody wants to hear about the Giants anymore, Kelvin. Damn. You just Jack just asked me. If well, I mean. That's right. Shut up. <laughs> and that wraps up our RKOs and DDTs for this week. And we will go to our ever-popular and most requested segment in our last few seasons, The Bold Predicts. All right, Bold Predicts time. We got to do it. Bold Predicts. Whoa! That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold Predicts? It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. Eddie, you want to get us started? Bold Predicts. You know I like going last, man. Come on. I'll go first. All right, fine. This This is a popular name. I think Ola Beckham's have a great season this year. He's going to light up this week with three touchdowns. That's your bold predict? Well, I mean, three like, touchdowns is a lot. Three, three touchdowns, that means he's going to give you like 150 yards and what? three touchdowns. Come on, it's Odell Beckham. It's you Odell kind of expect Beckham. him to do it. New team, first game come out, 150 yards, three touchdowns. He's going to win you the week. All right. I mean, but he's going to be in your lineup. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We we'll agree to. You're you're just not as bold as everybody else. What, you, Kelvin? You want, you want you want bold, Eddie? I want bold. I'll give you bold. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Ooh, eighty yards, two touchdowns. Book it. Oh, I guess that. That's so easy. Is it easy? It's really easy. I think. All right, mine. I think mine is better than both of you guys. All right, go ahead. Matt Breida will be the number one overall flex player in PPR formats in week. So one. he's number one player in general. Yes. So he's the number one. Yes. Number one out of running backs, receivers, you'll outscore everyone. So basically, we should change the segment's name from Bull Predicts to shit that's not going to happen, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's going to become. Isn't that the point? No, it's the point. (sighs) Whatever. They're bold. I'm bold. Am I being bold? Am I bolder than both of you? Yes. I am not being an idiot. I am actually believing this, okay? Anyways. That's our bold predicts. No, whoa, whoa. I didn't even what? Fl- I didn't tell you my stats. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Stats. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Well, I didn't tell you why. He would. Oh, well, sure, tell me your stats. Tell me his stats. Well, all right. The reason why I think his stats are going to be so great is because his ankles will be as fresh as they will be. Man, I can't wait for him to go season. down the first play. Oh, my God. You, <laughs> I, I don't, don't want wish that to happen. Injuries. I right, don't so want that to happen. They're playing but against. I, I want to see your face when that happens, Eddie. Oh, man. I'll be des- devastated. Anyways, uh, against a projected bad defense, the. Tampa Bay Bucks, who are going to produce points, they're going to have to score as well. Um, and he is, I believe, their uh, passing down guy. I think he will have two breakaway TDs out of the backfield. They have 150 total yards, and you add six receptions. Those so are my six statistics. receptions, 150 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, that's going to be number one passing. overall player. Yes. All right, that's the bold predicts. And you guys aren't as bold as I am. Uh, we pick stuff that could actually happen. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's it for a week one podcast. Unfortunately, I do not have any did you knows or trivia for you guys this week, but that will be returning next week. Look forward to that. And enjoy week one. Proper. YFTS out.